Hello and welcome everybody. My name is Ryan. And I'm Heather. And this is Confidence Through Cabaret, the podcast. And today we are super excited to be welcoming back an amazing, amazing friend of the podcast, a positive psychology coach, teacher, Reiki healer, founder of thegoalsgarden.com, the amazing Emily Oliver. Hi, Emily. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing really well. Thank you guys so much for having me on today. Thank you. It has been such a pleasure. We've just recorded uh, an amazing masterclass with you about happiness. And you have a whole load of disciplines that you are sort of taking part in and, and have a really great and solid background in and, and all this information. How did you start on your journey? Yeah. Um, so I guess my positive psychology journey started in college when I took my first positive psychology class. Um, And I began implementing its practices. Like what are three good things that happened to me today? And how did I contribute to them? Like doing acts of kindness, like just simple positive psychology exercises, gratitude um, and my life instantly improved. Um, I had very unhealthy coping mechanisms as I'm sure most people in college do. (laughs) Yep. No idea what you mean. Right. And so I was like, oh, um, nobody taught me how to deal with my emotions. So I'll just numb and isolate and overeat and overdrink and over everything. Right. Um, to, to not have to feel as much of myself. Um, so when I discovered positive psych in college, uh, I just love this professor. He got his master's in positive psychology and he also taught meditation and I just took every single class he offered. Um, and it just, it was amazing. But then as so many people do after college, I, you know, decided to go the corporate route and then, you know, my heart wasn't in it. And as we are kind of finding out, there's only so much we can do to ignore our gut, to ignore our heart, to ignore our intuition. Um, You know, when you listen to yourself, you learn to love and appreciate yourself. And when you do what society expects of you, the media, culture, socialization, you know, everything that's in our brain, um, that's what leads to unhappiness. So silence that monkey brain and listen to your heart because your heart is absent of the media and socialization and culture and all that. that. Yeah, I love that as well. I love that as well. So when you, when, so what exactly is your business? Like, Mm. we know you do lots of things, but how does it all work? Like, how, how does somebody work with you? Yeah, so my business is in positive psychology coaching or just coaching for empowerment, success, confidence, that type of stuff. Um, But I also do Reiki. So people who want to become attuned to energy healing, people who want to receive energy healing. Um, And then I have integrated programs that is actually my specialty that I learned from a company called Happiness for Humankind. Um, I'm licensed to give those programs and these are based on, you know, over 10 years, I think actually 20 years of happiness science and has led thousands to sustainable happiness. So it's like a tried and true perfected method that's been cultivated over 20 years. Um, and these are happiness makeovers that I give that are just awesome. You 
you go through five steps of empowerment, creating a positive mood, becoming resilient, contentment and bliss. And then you also address all of that deep stuff that we try so hard not to address, you know, healing of our heart, of our past traumas, emotional, you know, spiritual things. Um, and we do that through Reiki. So it's, it's one of the only programs that harnesses both the conscious mind and the subconscious, um, which is, you know, our chakras and our energy. And then also, you know, whatever nutrition needs and exercise and stuff that people want to incorporate. I am happy to hold them accountable for that, but I'm not, you know, a licensed nutritionist who could tell you what to put in your body and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So can, so can, so I'm a big believer in the spiritual healing and, and the chakras and the energy and, but if you just followed the, the, let's say the steps that we've talked about in the masterclass, you know, around, maybe it's just a bit trite, I don't mean it to be, but you know, kind of the mindset and, you know, being in the moment. And so how important is that energy work within that piece? Because I'm just thinking, you know, I can do the affirmations and I can do the, the um, you know, mindfulness and I can do the happiness shield and I can, you know, I, I, I can be aware of all those concepts but am I limited if I'm not doing all of the, the chakra work and the spiritual work? Yeah, and that's a great question. So I believe so. Um, however, I don't want that to turn people off to the mind. Like, so for example, I've had this client for a really long time and she just loves being held accountable and kind of sharing what she has accomplished, how much she's grown, like, and she's done so much of the coaching of the mind. And in the beginning, when I told her I did Reiki, she was like, uh, that's not for me. I don't do that juju BS, whatever, you know? So, and I was like, okay, to each their own, that's fine. So, you know, nine months into working with her, which is like a long time, usually it's only like three to five months that I work with somebody. I, I said, so, you know, everything that we've gone through, you've experienced a great benefit from. I want to talk about Reiki again. And she was like, okay. And she had the best experience with Reiki and spiritual healing out of anybody. She like the boyfriend that she was considering leaving because she wants to have kids and you know, she's in her mid thirties proposed to her during an attunement, like all of this crazy stuff in her life kind of lined up and was like, oh, thank you for listening and addressing this. Now we're going to reward you. You know, when you trust life, it kind of rewards you. So I want people to heal at the level they're comfortable to heal. So, you know, people sometimes go on these self-help journeys and it's like, I need to listen to this podcast all day and do this practice and do this and, and you get fatigued. Yeah. So sometimes you need to just learn some tools for the mind, ease into it. And then once you're feeling good with that, then you go into the spiritual aspect. Then when you're feeling really strong with that, then you tackle losing that extra 20 pounds, you know? Um, so that's kind of how I view it. Do, do what feels right for you in the beginning and then as you feel more comfortable leaving your comfort zone, you know, then incorporate more things. Wow. 
Yeah. That's so many people have that time and stress constraint and they have to change their mindset about that first before they realize, oh, it's actually worth working for, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's a good, that's a good approach to anything, isn't it? You know, we kind of, we start off with, I'm going to the gym every day, seven days a week. And then it's like, of course we don't maintain that if we've gone from zero to seven days a week, you know, it's, like it's, it's building up to things. So that's a, that's a, a great answer. Um, how does Reiki work when you're remote? Because obviously mm. we're, we're not together now. Like, you know, I mean, certainly in the UK, we're on lockdown, so we can't, we, Reiki physical contact wouldn't be possible. How does it work yeah. for you? Yeah, so Reiki doesn't need to be in person because it literally means universal energy. We, um, I had a great quote. So, it connects on spiritual, distant Reiki sessions work because energy is not limited by distance. Mm -hmm. Distance is only a physical limitation. So sessions can be done without the client being present. And what this means is like, we're all connected. We're all energy. How am I talking to you guys from Florida right now? You know, like there are these energy waves. It doesn't really matter what our physical limitations are. Um, so I do have, you know, a Reiki crystal grid that I will use to like amplify um, the, the energy because, you know, this grid is formed to increase the energy and I can send it to them by holding my wand and, you know, my intention for it. Um, so it's sent that way, but, you know, I can talk about Reiki till I'm blue in the face. However, I just, have people experience it. Anybody who's like, I want to try it, but I'm so curious, like, how does it work? I'm like, okay, then let me just give you some free Reiki and you can tell me how it feels, you know? And then people, it, it's so much easier to do that <laughs> than to be like, well, you know, the, the waves of the inner magnetic field, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you struggle, have you ever had to have that sort of the struggle of like, okay, right, how do I explain this to, especially to, to a client who may be very sort of, um, you know, logic driven atheist or, you know, a very specific and, or have a, just a real block to, to that. Um, it must be quite sort of a thing to kind of go, okay, let's just, is it just a, like a slowly by slowly process to talk to, talk to them with it? Yeah. So usually atheists or scientists like are, curious but I don't feel like I owe them an explanation you know so people that feel called and are open to it are willing to like I'm happy to tell them as much as I can and get like I've read millions of books on the chakras and I can talk about you know I'm just like visualize me like a stick of bamboo and I harness the energy that comes through me and it's an mm. egoless practice and the benefits and all that kind of stuff but Usually I don't um, condone talking, like talking to atheists and scientists who are going into it, like, this is gonna be fun. Let's see, <laughs> you know, her struggle. I'm like, yeah. I don't feel like the need to do this. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you're genuinely curious, I'm happy to give you Reiki and, you know, I'm happy to do this. However, like, I don't knock some of the things that you do uh sure, so sure. please respect me you know yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah. um, so yeah, sorry you follow all of your happiness practice like you know a, lo a lot of times the people who are who are um it's like my mechanic he has the worst car 
do you know? <laughs> how how much of your life is embraces these practices personally? Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, because I am in it so much because I'm like laughing and doing happiness jumps and hearing people say their affirmations, like a lot of it kind of, it's kind of like therapy, you know, when therapists are teaching tools and they learn a lot about themselves. Mm -hmm. So a part of it is integrated. Um, however, I still do have like my five minute journal where I note what I'm grateful for, what my intentions for the day are, what good things happen during the day. Like I definitely do have a practice. Um, I moved at the beginning of last month and I felt a little ungrounded and I felt a little bit of fear around certain things. So, you know, I give things such as fear purges. So you like actually allow yourself to really feel your fear and explore it and be like, is this my fear? Whose fear is this? Mm. Where is it in my body? Like, I knew that I needed to do my own fear purge. So yeah. I'm good at checking in and recognizing, ooh, I, little, I need a little something extra. I need to fill up my own cup because I'm getting kind of thirsty here. <laughs> you know? right. But sometimes um, I have to do less than other times because I'm on such a high vibration generally because um, I, I love what I do, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it shows. It. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and you have a past. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? <laughs> and your past is is in the um, performing world. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I miss theater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How much of your, I'm going to say stage life, mm. comes into or informs your current practice and profession mm-hmm. well so it's so interesting because like even though I used to be a singer and like you, you're always a singer but I would you know sing the anthem and, and games and I would um be on stage a lot like I would still get that racing heart like okay I have to pee like seven times before I run on stage even though there's like nothing <laughs> well, in my like, back you know it always so, happens Right. I'm a Leo. I'm confident. The second I'm about to go on stage, you know, my body's like danger, danger. And that's again, that's our negativity bias. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so funny that our, we, our bodies do this to us. It's like, you're not safe. You can't go out on stage. You're going to die. And you're like, where did that come from? Did like yeah. men used to like stone the performers or yeah. something? <laughs> like, I don't, where is this coming from yet we can do like like other things that are seemingly so scary and and could actually die you know on stage so what's gonna happen is you're gonna like pee yourself and people are gonna boo you but you're not gonna die like anyway (laughs) um so I guess to answer your question after that little tangent um yeah I I definitely I do use it like instead of taking gym, I would take stage movement. And we were always encouraged to like take up space and use the space. And like, Mm. there's so much to do with body language. Um, And I didn't necessarily even recognize it until 
I would receive feedback from other people that are saying, oh, you're so young and you never say, um, when you speak or things like that. I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm unsure where that's from. Probably theater. You know? <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. So I think it's definitely, um, helped build my confidence and, um, has helped me in terms of knowing that, you know, I used to have that racing heartbeat and now I can talk on podcasts and it's lessened because I actually am without necessarily putting on that facade, you know, I am being my authentic self. So it's a lot different when you're playing a role and being authentic. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so I think that helps too. Um, And just all of my affirmation work and personal development. I, I mean, that is, that is, yes, I absolutely love that. We, when we first launched Confidence, Confidence to Cabaret, one of the first things that we did was, was do a, 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 a unit called uh, the All Caps Challenge. And it was a special challenge that we did for the community. And we were talking a lot about how we as performers have learned to harness the power and the energy and the confidence that we've, we've, we've put forward on stage via the use of our, you know, characters or avatars or personas, you know, the, the second identity, um, by knowing that we truly are the ones who've created those characters or are doing the things that embody those characters. So the things that we love about them, we can channel into other areas. And that's a really interesting thing that you're saying there. It's like you, you can channel that confidence and that power and that creativity and that, that assurance that the stage is, is yours to own and you can take that into loads of different avenues within your life um do you do you find that with um with your own journey that was that's been a help to reclaim things for you as well you know to to really like to be able to channel those different areas of of your life with confidence Mm -hmm. i do i do and you, and some of them like, you know, improv. Yes. You know, you always say yes. Yes. And, yes, and like, oh shit, my, my whole calendar is filled from all my yeses. Like I need to refocus. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, and something I give my clients is I have them do acting exercises, like pretend like you have, and, and they do, but like, imagine if you had such outstanding self-worth imagine that you are that confident person you are that person who has the right to the space you occupy and i just want you for one week to act like you have this you are the most worthwhile person in the room and see what happens you know and and it's there are staggering results i've had people wear super women costumes all week long i had to i wore a superwoman outfit for seven days and you will not believe like how empowering that is for a woman because everybody's looking at you i'm like you know at the grocery store and little kids are coming up to me why are you wearing that and i'm like because i'm a superwoman because women are powerful and you know and so I give the superwoman challenge to people um, who need it. And I give challenges to people like ask for help once a day for 30 days. Oh, yeah. oh when, isn't that devastating? <laughs> yeah, I know. Physically go, mm. mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then do an introspection, how you felt before, during, and after. And they're always like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did not enjoy that superwoman challenge in the beginning. I was like dog sitting for my sister on a farm and the farmers were like, who the hell is that? You know, <laughs> we're in a superwoman outfit every day. I that love that. I could totally do that. But the asking for help for 30 days, once a day. Mm -hmm. So it's funny how we all have our thing. And then other people could easily ask for help, but they couldn't do something else. You know, yeah. Yeah, they couldn't go on a podcast. Some people need to do things for themselves and not ask for help for 30 days. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's a whole. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. Ooh, I've never thought about that before. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. yeah. Stop comparing yourself to others. For, mm -hmm. Like, notice how many times you compare yourself to somebody else and work to lessen the tally day over day. Like, there, it it does influence a lot of what I do. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm really enjoying this conversation because I'm really gaining that insight of like, huh. A lot of this can be incorporated in in the theater world, you know. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. Oh, I love that as well. Okay, so if you were doing a stage performance in cabaret now, like you're on stage in a minute, you're the next act up, what prop would you want to have with you? Oh my gosh. Well, now I'm like biased because I have my like fur with me right now. Yes, I love the fur. Yeah. Faux fur though. Oh, yeah. I would probably have my fur. Oh, I love is that. Is that a prop or is that a costume? Yeah, that works. That, that works. Prop. You can use it as a prop. Yeah. Much sure. like a boa. Okay. And what and, and, and what is your stage name? Um Jubilicious. Uh <laughs> Jubilicious, jubilicious, jubilant. Ooh, that's a hard one. But I like it because it's like happy and, you know. Right, right. Jubilicious jewel. Oh. Like it? Jubilicious jewel. JJ to the stage. Oh, I like that. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> and what is your favorite lesson that you've learned in your life? Oh, my goodness. So many. Um, favorite lesson I have to ask my heart sorry no you're fine <laughs> probably that probably that we're all perfectly imperfect ah. I love that perfectionists like are scared people, you know? And it's okay to be scared, but it's also okay to be imperfect. And I just, I love that. I, it would be so boring if we were perfect, you know? Absolutely. Oh, that's become a real mantra for myself and Heather over the past few months. I love that that's your, one of your, your absolute lesson. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Gorgeous. Thank you for asking that question. I needed, I needed to ask myself that question. Oh, I love that. And if it's okay, I have one final question for you. Oh, well, you prefaced it with if it's okay. So yeah. I'm ready. Not, okay. <laughs> Where can we find you? Oh, okay. You can find me at goalsgarden.com. Um, and if you want that guide to living in the moment goalsgarden.com backslash gift um yeah you can find me there 
we'll put mm -hmm. that there. We'll put, put that in the chat. Oh yeah. And then sure. where is the, and where can we find you? Can we find you on socials? Yeah, so I'm actually putting, um, my flow code has all of my socials. So Instagram oh. is goals underscore garden, um, Facebook backslash goals garden. I also have a Facebook group called Positively Viral because <laughs> amidst this virus, <laughs> we need some positivity and it's to be a carrier of positivity, to spread contagious happiness. Um, and yeah, so you can find me there, LinkedIn, Emily Oliver, but I'll put my flow code and the gift in this chat. Perfect. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure to feature you on, the, on not only the podcast, but also within your incredible masterclass as well. Honestly, it's been such a, such a joy um, to, to talk to you today about growing our happiness and to doing all the things that you do. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Can't thank you enough. It's been great. Can I ask you guys a quick question or two? Oh, of course. So I always like to close with, two questions. So the first one is, what is your pearl of wisdom? What did you learn about yourself or in general during our time together that really resonates? Hmm. I um, actually, I, I did take from the, from when we were talking about the masterclass, we, I took about the, the fact that in spite of what could feel like a creative block or my inability to do something creative, I am actually moving forward and doing things and I'm still working and creating. Awesome, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I um, had an opportunity to reflect on how I talk to myself. Mm. Um, I have a little toxic best friend in my head and, um, and I, yeah, and I, I, I need to um, check in with that and just really reflect on, you know, how much of that is actually true and how much of that is actually holding me back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you can make it fun. Like you can just listen and get to know that toxic friend and then you can start some like quippy banter with it. Like, you know, there's, there's fun ways to engage with your inner critic until you start becoming buds and you start being like, okay, cynic, like, let's, let's be a little kinder today. Like we're doing fine. Have some coffee. <laughs> like, whatever it is. So thank you for sharing that. My pearl of wisdom was um, just doing something totally different with you guys. This was so energizing. And I, uh, being reminded of my theater days and how much of it I actually do bring forward into my life. And I'm feeling more creative than ever. So thank you. And then the last question I want to ask you guys is what did you most enjoy? Oh, I love the visualization. It always is. I, I love taking a moment where you can kind of completely separate yourself and just, I love that moment. Awesome. I most enjoyed that, that, you know, all of this, although it is hard work and it is a daily practice, mm. it's playful. Yeah. And I, I love play and I, I, it, it's motivating. It makes me want to put energy into it. It, it, it connects to everything and, 
and and I and I love that this wasn't like a and then you have to do this and then you have to do this and it was just like a just play with that I mean even just what you said a moment ago about well play with your inner critic it's like yes you know yeah yeah make it work for you totally well I just really enjoyed the format of this you guys have something really special and I love how you're sharing this with your community and um, people really need to hear what you guys have to say. So thank you so much for doing the hard work, you know, and energizing all of us to be better. So that's what I most enjoyed. Thank you so much. Thank you you for collaborating with us. Thank you for the work that you do. Go check out Emily's sites, get in touch with Emily and, and, and enjoy the masterclass enjoy the free gift that Emily's been kind to offer and thank you again I, I don't feel like it's enough I've, I've no, no. a better word than thank you I just <laughs> I'm just I'm just so truly grateful that we connected yeah I feel it thank you guys so much I'm so grateful for you as well oh, it's been oh. such a pleasure yeah. would you like to sign off with us in our in our special affirmative way I would be delighted Perfect. Okay. This has been Confidence Through Cabaret, the podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Heather. And I'm Emily. And we like to remind you that it is your body, body. your world, your stage. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Goodbye. Mwah.